0: or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300.
1: See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.
2: Thank you for downloading the Manchester City Football Social Podcast with Blooming Rising. It's a jam-packed show, this one. We, uh, we talked, obviously, a lot about Vincent Company. It became a bit of a tribute show. We love um, you, Vincent. <laughs> we talked a little bit more about Bruno Fernandes, who Stephen's thankfully done his re- research on, because I didn't. Um, and then we look back at the season that has, has just been. We've obviously got one game to go, but we look back on defining moments, favourite goals, favourite matches. And we had some great calls as well. So make sure you stick around and we'll see you the other side of this.
0: Manchester City Football Social with Blue Moon Rising.
3: Good evening. It is Tuesday night and it is the Manchester City Football Social and I still have a massive smile on my face after a certain man scored a certain goal last night. And of course, we will be talking a lot about that tonight. Joining me in the studio, um, as always, it's the lovely Adam from Blue Moon Rising. Good evening, Adam.
2: Hello, hello. Yeah, I'm, uh, I've also got a massive smile on my face somewhere <laughs> under the the exhaustion. It was draining, wasn't it? But it was, it was good fun. I think we're also later on going to be talking about our defining moments of the season. I think that might have been stolen though last night. Yeah, we'll have to to
3: get our thinking caps on there.
2: (laughs) That one might be gone. But yeah, it should be uh, a very fun show.
3: We've also got Stephen McInerney, of course, the steamed company there. What a name today as well. Hello. (laughs) That's
4: why I chose that channel name a long time ago. But hello, are you all right?
3: uh, Yes. Do you know what? I think I am. I, I say I've got a massive grin. I think I'm okay.
4: I'm, I'm definitely okay. So I think you're all right. I think everyone's all right in the blue half of Manchester at the moment. But guys, if you're listening to this, if you want to call in, don't forget you can on on the text as well. And hello to the people watching on YouTube as well over there. Uh, don't forget, you can get involved. And I want to hear what people think about um, Phil Foden playing yesterday and maybe if Vincent Kompany deserves a new deal after his heroics yesterday.
3: Yes, we are indeed live on YouTube tonight, uh, which is a weird one because I usually like coming into the studio, you know, just in scruffs with my hair pulled back and all (laughs) that. But I felt like I had to make somewhat of an effort tonight, gents. So thanks for that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's it's. Kind of strange that you're back, Stephen. So yeah, it's nice. Say hello to everyone. Miss that camera over there. It's
3: good. <laughs> and what a time to go live as well. Obviously, we're going to start to tonight by talking about last night. Um, obviously, it was a huge, huge game. It was a game that City needed to win to stay in um, the, with the lead of of winning the the title at the weekend. Um, and it was it was a, a stubborn Leicester side, probably, is is fair to say, Jens.
4: Yeah, um, they were good. I mean, uh I was talking about them today and I thought do you know what sometimes you have to give credit to the team that kind of put you out for a little bit and uh, as I said last night uh, during the game in any other season in any other context against a team that's currently got the third best form in the league um, if it had ended up a draw you'd accept that you know in general when when you looked at maybe potentially 13 wins out of 14 if it had gone to a draw last night and if we win the last game you go that's not that bad a result because that's how good a Leicester team they are and Leicester I thought generally um, showed some very encouraging signs for next season for them which showed once again how big a win this actually was for City this was a team that came at us with no fear with loads of energy loads of very good exciting young players something that I would love to see in a City shirt if I'm being honest
3: Ooh, um, we'll get onto that later try- eh? well, hello. Ooh.
4: but in general uh, I, I like what Rodgers has done there already uh, but th- once again we've matched this intensity this kind of like they had no worries at all, Leicester, and the fact that we can match that kind of their, with their intensity and match their kind of carefree spirit and still come out on top, given the pressure on us, it just shows how
2: good this team is at the moment.
3: How were you feeling during that sort of, especially first first part of the game, Adam?
2: Well, first of all, I thought Leicester were exceptional last night. I was almost really surprised because, um, like, they, they had a bit of a weird start to the season, didn't they? Rogers has come in and obviously done a really good job of turning that team around, but I. I thought they were really good. Top six side, kind yeah, of last night. Um, the back four was brilliant. Madison and Chowdhury were really good. Yeah. Um, I thought they were really good, but like Stephen said, to be able to go match that again, we've already had it with Burnley, Palace. Um, United. The Spurs game, United. And now into this Leicester game, it's it's just showing how strong that team is. It's to, crazy.
4: You know, this win of, win of the run includes United, Arsenal, Chelsea... Palace Spurs it's just unbelievable how good this winner wins is, and to only concede three goals as well like people are really underplaying our defensive record throughout this run it's like it's because everyone's rightfully to be fair been you know going crazy about Van Dijk and so on but they've totally forgotten that this City team largely don't concede chances and pretty much rarely concede goals and so, like it's really genuinely been underappreciated how good it is and I don't know about you guys but it's felt like during these games it's been horrible the anxiety's been awful <laughs> yeah, you feel like yeah. we're not, you're like oh we're are we not playing that well but then you look back at full time and go and once the storm's calmed, you're like, actually we controlled the game. It just doesn't feel like That's when you're it's ready like, doesn't
3: it doesn't it? United game. Yeah you're like, for the first half an hour you were you were really nervous. And when you look back you think, why was I nervous about bad, that? Yeah. It's
4: always hard. it's always the half an hour point where it's been turning recently, hasn't it? We've started to get, you know, grow into the game and start to turn the screw a little bit. And if felt like the goal uh, well, i just started to expect the goal not to come at that point. But, but like I was, I was starting to get anxious. Before that, when we were top of them, especially after the start, start of the second half, I felt we were going to get the goal. But that was only the moment where the anxiety started kicking when he eventually scored.
2: It, it was weird, uh, like you say, that we got kind of used to scoring early goals. Didn't we yeah. score in the first 10 minutes for about nine games oh, in a was Yeah, yeah. Given, wasn't it? We got used to that. But in the last few games, we've we've started a bit slower. And that a lot of that is definitely down to the fact that the players know... They've got to win the game and they're being a lot more cautious maybe than usual, but four games in a row, four wins, four clean sheets is ridiculous. At this stage of the season where people talk about nerves and can City keep the cool and can, can we get through these, these hurdles... You would not have expected four clean sheets from no. those Oh, God, four you know games. what? I
3: hadn't even realised. Now, What you just said then, St. Stephen, makes so much sense because I hadn't even realised it was we We're two in it, aren't we? We're two in it to
2: realise, yeah.
3: Yeah, like, like, and we've got some, obviously we've got some of the world's greatest attacking players. Yeah. You know, like, you know, your KDBs, your Guerreros, Silvers, Silvers. Yeah, I think sometimes you do forget how solid are our oh, it really is we
4: just rarely concede chances we rarely concede goals and uh, I think it's it's because I guess we don't do much last this defending largely and to be honest we don't really give away many chances obviously Kalechi being a massive uh, massive blue there did us a favour last night <laughs> but other than that in general we don't yeah we, we were largely comfortable I can't think of many saves Edison had to make and we're talking about how good Leicester were you know and yeah, it shows yeah. it all that like, we're redefining what good is against us good yeah. is just looking positive as opposed to creating loads of chances and it's not to do a disservice less at all but it's just genuinely that's how stubborn and how strict we are with our defense it's like basically organization winning out over endeavor and we're just we don't need individual moments of brilliance so there was that great block from company early on of course but in general we just we're just so focused and so organized and that's why we're favorites at the moment
3: do you even care what the performance was like yesterday from us or what it could be on 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 sundays it just the results that matter to you right now i've
2: I honestly do not care. It, it really <laughs> Me doesn't neither. matter this, at this stage of the season. Obviously, it's a weird one. When the season starts, you you want to impress. You want to yeah. play amazing football. You want to score loads of goals. But somebody tweeted about three weeks ago: "City of five wins and fi- City score five goals and don't concede any in the next five games to win the league." And it hasn't. It has not been far off that. <laughs> wow! It, yeah. So. It, it's. it's, it's totally made a serious PC bubble because. over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It really doesn't matter. Um, like last night as well, we didn't play that well at all. Really, we controlled it. We didn't create much. It felt like it was going to take something.
4: We had spells, didn't we? I reckon. Yeah, we had spells.
2: It it did look like it was going to take something special. We saw Bernardo's run quite early on. Um, he had another one where he dribbled across the uh, the byline in the box, which was very impressive. Um, but yeah.
3: Did you feel the nerves in the crowd, Adam? Did you Did you think it was a nervous crowd? I I, I kind of felt there was tension, but it was also really loud and really passionate at
2: points as well. It It was tense. <laughs> it was tense. It, it just is, isn't it? Because, like Stephen said, you you start thinking, "Oh no, is the goal going to come? It, what What are we doing? What's going yeah. on?" But one thing I thought the ref last night was actually all right however yeah, he made he was, it thought, yeah. he made it more nervy because he was giving everything to both teams he was giving the, the tiniest of little fouls or <laughs> anything and it was just stopping the flow of the game and I thought we need to get into a rhythm but can
4: I just say the yes. Mike Dean moment at the end where essentially when the oh full-time God. whistles blow, is was incredible it was he basically good. he walked over to the corner got his spray out and everything marked out one line marked 10 yards back and then marked out another line then just blew his full-time really? whistle which is incredible I absolutely love that as much as I despise that man it's genuinely brilliant <laughs> at the same time but that's Mike Dean in a nutshell isn't he I, to be honest emotionally during the game I have always got everything wrong as well but then you think do you know what he, he was actually alright
3: to be right. honest last yeah. night compared yeah. to his usual standards yeah. I was sat in the media bit yesterday to post. To um, my season ticket because my brother-in-law went in my season ticket seat. I'm so kind to him. And um, so when you're in the media bit, you get little TVs in front of you, so you get instant replays, which obviously (laughs) is so different from when you sat in your seat. And there was a couple of occasions where (laughs) I looked back at the replay and I was like, "Oh, I did actually get that right." But you know, everybody else in the crowd is thinking, "No." In the crowd, you think everything's wrong. No, apparently it's
4: like no, you you didn't. No, no. But but that's the I guess that's the joy of being a fan, isn't it? But I don't know. In terms of the performance, it doesn't. Going back to that, I don't think it really matters. Nothing really. You it's master, draining it's just, to watch. It's it horrible is. to watch, it's yeah. It is. really
2: draining.
3: Do you guys feel like proper knackered? Like, like Emotionally yeah. drained, yeah.
4: I feel like hungover and I didn't <laughs> yeah. drink a drop. I think Adam know, is like, hungover. Oh, yeah, he definitely is. <laughs> I might
2: be, sorry. <laughs> but, um, but it, it felt like relief last night.
4: Yeah. The, yeah. the reason we
2: ended up, like there's loads of us, I ended up going out after and having a bit of a celebration was because it, it just felt like a big relief. Last home game of the season, I said to you two before we came on air, it felt like the end of the season. But minute. it isn't. That's yeah. ab- so we've got to remember. It's absolutely not. But it just felt <laughs> on the league. Yet. It felt no. like a relief. Yeah. That it was just. But it's felt like that every week. Every time we've got that goal, you think, oh, there we go. Yeah. It, it goes back to the Sterling VAR non goal goal. That felt like relief. It felt, oh, it's all gone.
4: That's the interesting thing for me. That whole like the the relaxing thing when we get the goal, which I guess shows how subconsciously we're so confident in our defence at the moment. Like we don't realise it, but as soon as that first goal goes in, we don't think we're going to concede largely, and we probably have no doubt that we can get the second if we need it. It's just the first one we need to really. As soon as you break the ice, I think in general yeah. we're all pretty comfortable. It's Pep's style, obviously. It's so composed. off
2: the players. It does, doesn't it? And out of the ground, like you said, the ground. It was quite tense. The start, of the second half, and as soon as the goal went in, the place just went. Oh,
3: yeah. Can
4: we talk about Bernardo Silver a little bit as well? How good is he? Does, he, does he know a number below it eight out of ten? Like genuinely, <laughs> like it just doesn't know anything did below you, it.
3: Did you see his post-match interview?
4: I didn't actually. He,
3: He's in such. I didn't realize how incredibly articulate and intelligent yeah. he comes speaks across. He speaks like four languages, I think, as well. Like he did, it was such a brilliant interview, and um, he was he, like really went into depth. It was brilliant. We played it out on City Square after the game, and then towards the end of it, um, the interviewer said to him, and something something about Sunday, and he went, "Oh, it's the game Sunday, is it not Saturday?" And the guy was like, "No, no, no, you, you're playing on Sunday." And he was like, oh, "Okay," and he was like, oh, "I just love you so much."
4: He's got a really of humour before and gather as well. I think he's a, I think he's actually privately educated. He's a very intelligent mm-hmm. little guy, but just lovely. They're down to earth and he's a really nice man, which is um, why I want to be best mates with him. So if anyone yeah, can hook me, me up too, with him, me too. I'm voting around for FIFA and see if he says yes to it. Get in the queue. <laughs> yeah.
2: Has he still got his Christmas tree up?
4: I think he's taking it down now, actually. Oh. But I thought he was just fantastic last night. One thing I love about Bernardo, he, he's always on the front foot, isn't he? Like, every time he gets the ball, and certain wingers, happens a lot in most teams, actually, where they kind of take a step back in. But his first touch is always positive. It's always driving forward. And he always runs forward, and then cuts back in, but open space. Like, the way he moves the ball is so intelligent. You can see why Guardiola, like, absolutely loves him. Because obviously, not only is he so diligent, so hardworking. He's just so intelligent on the ball, isn't he? Mm-hmm. And that little kind of wriggle. In the first half. Mm. If he had a yard of pace, he would be messy. You know, an extra yard of pace. Like the way he glides the past style. people, it's just the style is so similar. It just, on, if, if he genuinely was like just a couple of yards faster, he'd be unstoppable. But that's
2: yeah, he's he's not far off for me. This is ri- a ridiculously hypothetical you, thing say, to yeah. say, but ooh, he's ooh, no. he's not far off Ballon d'Or level now. Yeah, as in give him two years.
4: Yeah, <laughs> the other two disappear Two and, yeah. years,
2: two three years, and he's right at the top table. Just he's got everything. He probably just needs a few more goals. I mean he's scored a lot. A lot of goals this season, but
4: I wouldn't even scored more centrally when he starts playing there, I Yeah, wonder.
2: Yeah, true. It's he's true.
3: he's become as well one of the first names on the team sheet um, you know, throughout the season. He's definitely one of the ones you expect to see every week now. And what did you guys think yesterday when the when the team sheet came out? And there was Foden in there and there was company in there as well.
2: Hmm. Uh the well the company, honesty, one, honesty. The company one was probably it was a worry at first because I thought, oh no, Jamie Vardy, but then I remembered that company has to play in these games. Yeah. For the experience, and he's, he is the man who's been there, done that, and he led the team impeccably again last night. Foden, a mm, bit of a strange one for me last night.
4: See, I was excited because I'm a big Foden fanboy and obviously did pretty well against Spurs uh, in general. Um, and I, I guess he was just trying to play a bit of a wild card, really, and mm. it shows how much... I guess, to be honest, that was um, a bit of a shot across the bows at Sarney and Morris I think, in general, really. But I guess it also showed how much he wanted to have Bernardo out wide. I think that was a, a large element about it. And he must have impressed in training, and he's obviously a very gifted lad. I think it just showed that maybe we need to be and I include myself in this, a little bit cautious, cautious with our expectations of Foden because he's just like an 18-year-old City fan, you know, like literally tiny little scrawny lad. And I think he just looked a bit overawed, didn't he? struggled to get involved and yeah. ex- I think the occasion genuinely got to him, but we all know how good he is and but, it'll, it'll serve him in good stead this, I reckon, yeah, his experience. It was
2: just, um, it was a strange decision because of how Leicester set up. And Energy and the, that, yeah. They just threw Chowdhury on him and Chowdhury just played him out of the game And it was a bit of a shame, but like you say, it's a really good learning curve that he had that Spurs game which was a I have arrived moment. Yeah. And this was a I'm not quite there yet. He's definitely ready to be in that squad. He's just not quite at the level that he
3: will be at. So the confidence Pep must have in as well to play him, you know, in that level of game. It's good for
2: it's good for Foden's confidence as well. It's good
4: for the, the the club as a whole, really, yeah. isn't it? In general, he obviously knows that he's got faith in him. Um, he obviously shows as well for any younger lads looking down that there is a pathway there. If you are exceptional, you have got to be that good. But mm. um, it didn't. It didn't. At the end of the day, it didn't really cost us. Foden didn't do Lowe's wrong. He just wasn't very good. If you know what I mean. Like, so I'm not going to hold him to it. And in general, it's nice that. It showed that once again, like this, there's always been this perception that if you play a young lad, the the world will fall in and everything will go wrong. But it showed once again, the worst that can happen is they just look a bit indifferent. Then you replace him with someone good. So it's, even even though Foden played well, I liked the fact that it showed that it still isn't a big deal if a young lad doesn't no. have a good game because everyone yeah. doesn't have a good game sometimes, you know?
2: Yeah, and, and, he, and he's allowed to be criticised as such as well now. Yeah, of which course, is, yeah. Is almost a weird thing because yeah, he's go got the point now, hasn't he? Yeah. You go from protecting him at all costs; so he can never have a bad game. So he's always. <laughs> But now he is just part of the squad. He's not this kid who might be in on the bench.
4: He know. follows me on Twitter, Phil Hurdin. It's a bit of up. a rag there, and like since the academy stuff, And I'm always like I'm cautious about what a tweet because I always like, <laughs> had the biggest caveats in the world. Because I'm like, I don't.
2: Please like my tweet, still. Phil please like, let me, Phil. Please. <laughs> him tell him he was a he was a six out of ten last night. See what happens. Don't
3: do it. Do you it. leave him alone. <laughs> do it just, um, just to see what he says. What, so, um, is it? Can we get onto it now? Is it time? I mean, we've we've built we've you know been did a suitably good chat about the game. Where, where are we going? Don't we talk going? about Sunday. Can we talk about the goal? Oh,
2: the goal. Oh, the goal. The we can goal. talk about that, definitely. The goal. I mean, if you're, watching goal, on, if you're watching on YouTube, you you can probably see that there's... I wish we could show you the goal, is what I'm trying to say, that I wish... We can that recreate over the, over the We can recreate <laughs> it in the studio. <laughs> I script, wish that paper. over the radio you can actually explain how good the goal was. You know <laughs> yeah. how...
4: If we, anyone's do, not it, they're watching this, by the way, yeah. what,
3: what are are you doing? What are you doing? Switch off right now. Where have you been?
2: Um... I think that Martin Tyler and Gary Neville summed it up really well in the fact that they had no idea what to say. <laughs> Martin Tyler's got the gift of teeing up a goal really well and then his he's got was, his delivery afterwards. Yeah. This was just his him line was and terrible. It was just Neville going, Oh my god, he <laughs> you know, Tyler quit. went
4: where all else failed, he nailed.
3: No, he <laughs> didn't. No, was, he didn't. Yes, he did. He and didn't. That's genuinely... A, I mean, a, Captain, man, oh, Captain you, Marvel
2: was a shout. Yeah, oh, it's decent. Relevant though, as well. You've peaked, though, aren't you? At, um, um, you'll Drew never see anything like this
3: again. He's peaked, have yeah.
2: he? But in that game, he had it teed up because he, you know that it's going to last minutes. He knew that some, if something it, was yeah. going to happen. But last night, I mean, someone put on Twitter the, this morning, um, it was something like, uh, please don't shoot Vincent Company. <laughs> um what's it called? Like A confession like an, friend. A confession yeah. friend yeah. Where everyone's saying, and I was one of those who very vocally, and I can't repeat what I said, when he lined up to take the first shot where he, he it yeah, yeah, and yeah. went again. I thought, you, how desperate is this game getting? That it, Walker had just this? done it, hadn't
4: he, from like, and put it into the second tier. I think that, that essentially numbed us all. We were all getting a bit tension. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Walker had done it like 10 minutes earlier. Like, that was, it was genuinely terrible stuff. But this... Some something, something about Vinny. <laughs> it was like, weird. Yeah, like he said afterwards. I love that quote where he said, um, "I had all these younger players telling me that they can't do it." And he went, "No, I'm too old for this." Essentially, I love that to be quote. told that. Like Father Vincent Company there, like genuinely also, stamping his authority down. Why is
2: he saying it like a man who scores this regularly?
4: He's not <laughs> scored for like ten years. Not had a shot on target for like ten years from the outside. I, year or something no, like that.
2: exactly. And he, in his, I don't know what went through his mind, but I would love to have been inside his brain as he took this on. He might have thought. And you said it bef- was it you said before that someone said he was so off balance when he hit that shot.
4: It wasn't he, me, but you he definitely he th- was. He's
2: basically on one leg. Thing um,
4: is, Vincent Company does what Vincent Company wants, and that's yeah. why he's so good. Because if he wants to do something, I'm not going to argue with him to be honest. Because he's Vincent Company, and he's massive.
2: Yeah, and we'll well talk, we'll talk about his contract situation later, and um, and defining moments of the season, which Company's gone and stolen for everyone. <laughs> um, yeah. But it was one of those moments that you can't quite believe that you've seen it, and being yes, looking, I was, up, I was convinced something was wrong with the
4: goal. You know, when something that seems so <laughs> unbelievable, I was expecting something somehow to be called back. Like yeah, somehow, yeah. I've been burned so badly from the VAR in the Spurs game that I just didn't accept it for about five seconds before I eventually just screamed. I, I just was went full crazy. on
3: mouth open, like yeah. in shock, for a minute. Like it was funny because the reactions. Lucky, being lucky
2: enough to see that live and then watch what happened afterwards was, watching what happened afterwards was just as much fun as seeing the goal live because you had on one, on one hand you had people whose chairs had broken because everyone was all over the place but there was, there was a bloke stood behind me who did not make a noise and just stood there with his head in his hands, just no one had any idea what they'd just seen. It was was was, utterly ridiculous.
3: It was absolutely magical and I feel like we could dedicate an entire (laughs) show to it. Probably next week. (laughs) Yes, yeah. But yes, sadly this is our last show of the season and and there's still so much more to talk about. Um, I'm sure that we can pour over that Vincent Company goal a little bit longer. I'm sure you'll all indulge us a little bit more on that. We're also going to have a look at uh, players, rumoured players that are going to be coming into City next season and also, does that mean that some players are going to be on the way out? Um, We've also got David who is on the phone, who we're going to speak to um, when we come back in a second. And you are very welcome to ring up and speak to us as well. 0345 7625. We'll be back in a second.
0: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass."
1: So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details.
5: How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment.
0: Manchester City Football Social with Blue Moon Rising.
4: Hello there, and welcome back to the Manchester City Football Social with Bleaming Rising on XS Manchester. My name is Stephen McInerney, and I'm here with Natalie Pike as ever. Hey, Natalie, you're
3: hello, right. Hello, hello.
4: And the wonderful Adam Keyworth to my right over there. We're also live on Bleaming Rising YouTube if you want to go watch us as we say all this and waving at a camera that you can't see but listen, but you will if you're on our YouTube channel. So go over there now and have a look. We're going to be talking about absolutely loads of things. There'll probably be about 10 billion more mentions of Vincent Company's goal, of course, and we'll be talking about Vincent Company's content. Tracks from transfer rumours and defining moments of the season, absolutely loads more. But we're gonna start with Vincent Company because this show essentially is dedicated. To them, <laughs> let's be honest. It's the yeah. Vincent Company tribute hour. Uh right, I'm gonna put it out there. Simple as this. Vincent Company, New Deal. Not yes or no, because that'd be very boring radio, but more. Go on, what happened?
2: What happens? Um, get- after last night, yes, for me. <laughs> what go on that? What yeah, Are, I
3: you win. Mean- Absolutely, one hundred percent. Do you yeah. want to get? Should we get? Um, we've got a lovely caller on the on the, on oh, okay. the line, Go for called it, yeah. David, um, who wants to talk about Vincent Kompany. So let's get his opinion. Yeah. David, do we give him a new contract?
6: I, I would, yeah. Without yes. a shadow of a doubt. Even if he's only going to play six or seven games next season, just sort have a player like that around the club you don't realise what a player like that like, he's, he's like gold dust isn't he they very hard players to get like that they're very hard to come by he's the last of the true great leader but you want about to your Tony Adams and you know your Patrick Vieira and your Roy Keane he's in that bracket they're very hard to come by there's not many leaders in football anymore when you look around so I would from that point of view I think you've got to because he's just been I think he's arguably the greatest player in the club's history now and I know people say Aguero and Silva but he's more than just a player he's like ambassador he's not only embraced the club he's embraced the city as a
2: whole
6: oh yeah he's a yeah when you look at what he's doing with the homes issue and he's more than just a football player he's he's become he's he's got a love affair with the city and he's fallen in love with it and we're falling in love with him he's brilliant he's just you know i just think me personally we've got to find a way of keeping him on but i'm not too sure pep will David He's a serial winner
2: where does he oh, rank Where does Vincent company rank in city 's greatest ever player debate
6: for me personally, I know he, he looked it 's very hard debate because my dad's there, he had to like to leave out somebody and you know my dad loved Mike Doyle he was a you know he was like what Vincent company was Mike doyle I never saw him play, but apparently Mike yeah. Doyle was very similar to Vincent Cummings, he had blue blood in him and he hated United, he just hated <laughs> United, so it would be very interesting to to see what happens with Vincent because I'm not too sure Pep will keep him on, that's the only, because he's a serial winner, look at 30, as much as we didn't like the guy, he knew when to let certain players go and they'd had the time, that's what winners do, there's no sentiment in football, me personally i will keep the guy on for another year because I think he's invaluable to have around the place. We'll see. I think Bernardo Silva's been outstanding this season. He's my player of the year. There was Shays last night when he was drinking on that area. He reminds me of King Clancy. He's rocked (laughs) him on his right He's gone past him on his left. It's brilliant to watch.
3: Oh, I wanted him to score that so much.
6: Yeah, yeah, so we'll see. But for me personally, we've got to try and find a way to keep him on in some sort of role because we know he can't play... 38 games in a season anymore because your legs haven't got it anymore but, but last night his passing was absolutely outstanding from the back to so Bernardo Silva he must have done about four or five passes to him a brilliant passing the ball. the only downside for me at it's at the moment is there's a big question mark for me and Leroy Sunny. what they do with him because was the moment last night I thought Pat was going to sub him back off again he's got attitude problems and we'll see what happens there with him I think he could go Allegedly,
3: he, he Allegedly.
6: I'll stick i
3: I'll be on the, oh, the Sane you
6: know. side well I don't I don't know I think Pep for me he doesn't like slouches in the team there's a reason why he's not been picking him and there's a reason why he won't drop Silva because he works as you know what's off he, he likes hard working players and I think Sane's got to step up to the plate a bit more than what he's doing but we'll see but let's try and get Vinny a new deal Definitely. he's brilliant he's We're a all legend agreed. he's a hero let's hope he stays whether he mm-hmm. worry does or not we don't know but I hope he does because I think me personally I think he's the best I've yes. ever seen as club captain probably I've had some great ones you'll know Natalie in the time like Andy Morrison and you' have come and gone but they never did it in the top flight God bless him. you're being judged in the top flight going for big titles that's where the best of the Le are fighting to Definitely. be the best and for me you know he's, he's got it has he? he's he, well he's almost most isn't he our most glorious captain now
3: I would, I would, hundred percent imagine he is. No, but thank you, David. Thank you so much for for calling call us. We really appreciate the call. You're all welcome to call as well. Oh three four five triple one seven six two five. And you know, just just call up and and profess your love for Vincent Company. That's <laughs> absolutely fine.
4: I've been doing that all day to randoms, just <laughs> going through the phone book if that still exists, just ringing people. Uh, Vincent, like to me on the New Deal thing, it's. If it's, it's basically there's a big caveat about if Otamendi leaves which the rumours are I mean we can't have two senior players like that as yeah. centre back leaving for me and it's not just about his ability for me of Vincent Company, he's he's an elder statesman of the group isn't he and yeah. I, I'm convinced as regardless of how good Aguero Silva and Yaya and all that kind of stuff and Zabra and so on and Hart I think this kind of the beating heart of the club has always been Vincent Company and everything we achieved over the past 10 years and some of the moments that we've been in simply don't happen without him I honestly believe he's that influential he's that senior, That. senior. Yeah. Exceptional, that yeah. I genuinely believe he is the cornerstone of our success, just as much as everyone else. He is the he's the cake, and everyone else is these glorious <laughs> toppings on top of well, it. Like, he's just phenomenal. Bernardo
2: said last night uh, about the effects that he still has on the dressing room. Yeah, and that's the thing. And I know that in uh, in years gone by, he he almost not lost that that level of respect in the dressing room. But there were other players around him who were of that age. He's now the oldest member of our squad who who plays. Um, <sighs> yeah, and. There's a reason
3: how, how old is he now do you 33 34 Young he's young 35 33, 33. 33.
4: he's 33. young he's young Fernandinho Silva about to turn 34 pretty soon yeah. as well they're all the same age aren't they he,
2: But there's a reason that he's played the last 5 games now in in a row he's a big company. games player isn't he And yeah. he he hasn't played for a lot of the season and everyone thought oh what is he even going to play ever He's now playing ahead of Stones and Otamendi
3: Yeah
2: And there's a reason he brings that experience he's he's just got the head to get us through those games, those tough games, Pep trusts him, the fans are all behind him. It it just fits and I can't see any reason why we can't give him a year.
4: We wrote on our, our notes, like, is there any room for sentiment when chasing success? And I actually think the answer to that is yes. I think sentiment's really important. I think nostalgia and sentiment, yeah. all that kind of stuff. I think, in general, having that uh, cornerstone there, someone who, who essentially, he's like a comfort blanket, isn't he? When he's there, if it's a company, you trust him. I know, so, just cuddle him, give yeah. like it a comfort blanket. But in general, having company there makes us all feel better, largely. Having around the squad, you just know that there is a good, good egg there, kind of leading them well. And, I would have him round even if you've played four games a season. Yeah, Just yeah. for the likes of Eric Garcia. I mean, what he's, he's doing this him. year. Yeah. He,
2: that's L- what he's roll done. Rolled him
4: out in May and April. Exactly. April, May, May and April, April and yeah, May. And-
2: let's, there's no reason for us not to do that. And the one thing that worries me is him going somewhere else. I don't want to see him. The Zabaleta thing was different because he still had a fair few years of football left in him. And he had to go and play. And he left at the right time. Yeah. Pep kept Poyol on until he was 36, 37. And that's why that's the one one thing I would disagree with, David, that Pep does have a record of keeping yeah. those leaders about and there is no better leader than company. And we've already lost heart from that spine. If company goes, it's silver and aguero, Yaya's gone, Zabba's gone. It's then silver and Aguero and there's even talk of silver might be off. And is there any is there any room for sentiment? Yes, but Vincent Company is not in our squad because of sentimental reasons. Right! He's there because he's club captain and when he plays, when he's called upon he will provide
4: and also as well would you not want his eventual successor being around him for another year because look yeah. at what Bernardo's learned from David yeah. Silva being there and look at what I presume the number six that will come in next season will learn from Fernandinho you want these players to have a year with the people who get the club it's so important exactly. and I hate to say but the red side of Manchester Ferguson did that really well in terms of showing you know the new lads what the old lads did and that is genuinely important because company literally is the only guy days predates the takeover these days he was there mm. when we were there You know, like he was there essentially when we didn't have all those riches and so on, I know it was only just there, but you know what I mean, but he he bought into a very different club with no idea what was about to happen, and he really is Mr. Manchester really in that team these days, other than they say Phil Foden obviously, but his mm-hmm. uh, company like in general. He's he's just important. He's important to the dressing room. He's still good enough, in my opinion, to play for a little bit yeah. longer. Um, and given the fact that I think, honestly, Otamendi might go, I don't want two new centre-backs next season. I think that's no. a bit too risky. I think just experience him as number four. Maybe he's playing second or third choice every now and then, depending on who comes in. I think that would be crucial.
2: And David was right, though. He's the best representative yeah. we could ever hope for. He's probably the best representative at any any Premier League club who, on and off the pitch, he is the player... A United fan said to me this morning, you just cannot dislike company. Hmm. You can't because of what he does off the pitch. Mm. It it doesn't matter who you support. You look at what he's done, especially with this whole homeless issue that he's trying to tackle himself. It's just a marvellous thing to see. And I do not want to see him turn out for another team next year. And I don't think we will. His tears last night were probably as much the relief and what he's done the back end of this season against the odds I'm hoping that's where the tears were coming from, instead of the knowledge. I wonder that this if could it, be it.
4: it's because if, I wonder if he's thinking maybe it could be. So he just kind of got overwhelmed. Yeah. He's an intelligent guy. He plays out all the scenarios in his head. And obviously- I felt
3: it was it was also a lot like um, it was probably a lot of. Um, you know, for him, he'd love to play every game. I'm sure he would, but his body hasn't let him. You know, his mind certainly wants to play every game, but his body hasn't let him. So for me, that was almost like an outpouring of emotion for him in like, I want to play every game. Everything
4: at once, I Yeah, yeah just everything. Uh, so when I
3: have, I've done this and I've scored this yeah. goal to And like David said, he's immersed himself in Manchester. He is Manchester. He's Manchester culture. And I think, you know, I always think, I think we owe a lot to his, his beautiful wife as well, to, to, to his beautiful <laughs> wife, Carla, who um, seems to have really immersed him into and made him Mancunian. Um. It's- I gonna say, if
2: if that was the end for company at the Etihad, what a way to go out. And just to its shades of 2012, the header against United, it's just one of those moments that he's never going to top that now. No. He he never ever will.
4: Does anyone celebrate better than him as well? By the way, oh, <laughs> he,
3: right. the what's he, he has no oh. idea.
4: He jumps and then last he screams night, he and jumps. the veins pop out his head, and it's yeah. just amazing. It's like
3: he celebrates like us, doesn't yeah. he? Like yeah. in the crowd. Um, yeah. So obviously we're talking mm. about Will he get a new contract? As far as I'm concerned, Vincent Company can do whatever he wants. If he wants to stay and have a playing contract for the next ten years, I would give him one. Um, other other people are being linked to the club though, and and we do have a gentleman in the studio with us who thankfully has done a full lot of research <laughs> on um, Bruno Fernandez who That's is being month. linked with the club. I hope right. talking about Stephen, because I haven't done it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, few. Right. Adam, what <laughs> do you know, right? Stephen, you did a whole video on him today for your YouTube channel, so tell it's us crazy, about yeah. him. I so rumours are he's basically. coming.
4: Yeah, rumours are uh, quite strongly from loads of reputable journalists that he's coming, and I think in general, it shows that we're planning for life, potentially after Gundogan, potentially after David Silva, um, and what I like about Bruno Fernandes is that, and I said this kind of speculatively to people on Twitter, and they pretty much confirmed it's true, is that he just seems to be very similar to Kevin O'Bruyne, which is one of the highest compliments you could ever give to someone. Incredibly direct, he's scored 31 goals this season, he's had 48 goal involvements in 51 games, uh, he scores for fun, he's, he's very, like, to the point in terms of the way he just runs forward, he pays a killer pass, he scores goals, he can take penalties, which is nice. How good would it be to have someone like a ninety percent penalty conversion ratio? Because Aguero Sergio is no. not that great no. in, in general, and I think having someone next season when VAR comes in, there'll be loads of penalties. I guarantee you, the <laughs> amount of penalties is going to double next season. Yeah. Um, and having do we, someone, do we need him? Well, I, I yes. think there is rumors that uh, Gundogan could leave, of course, obviously because he's not signed a contract yet. David Silva, there was that crazy rumor that came out of nowhere over the weekend about him going to Japan, which is like, which is so crazy
2: that you start to pay attention to it. Um, I just don't think David Silva will be a starter next season, and that's no, not no a bad thing. You've got a, he will be phased, not phased out. That sounds horrible, but he'll be used. Uh, sparingly I yeah, mean, yeah just probably more sensibly and I think well.
4: Bernardo will play in the right still quite a lot to be yeah, honest I think too. Bernardo is just so good there that he'll play him there and Bruno Vandes is 24 and pretty much everyone in Europe wants him at the moment uh, and a lot I've seen of him yeah incredibly exciting player like genuinely top top class and uh, the last uh, top class player we got from Portugal wasn't too bad not yeah. a Portuguese player
2: oh, you know. oh I thought we were going to Mangala no no,
4: <laughs> uh, no he, Portuguese player is, he,
3: is it shades of Lampard with
2: Fernando.
4: well he's broke his record hasn't he in terms of yeah. the most goals ever by midfielder in Europe so um
3: oh are you likening him to, to a Lampard style player then
4: yeah it's very direct gets forward goal scoring yeah,
2: takes penalties but left footed right, right footed crosses
4: the lot just supremely hard working as well and genuinely Guardiola to a tee.
2: the perfect age for us to be buying a player 24 24 again that age where they're not quite there yet
4: he's played in Serie A as well for Sampadour and Udinese yeah. so he's been two years over there when he was younger came back to uh, Lisbon and uh Absolutely fantastic for them. Pretty much carried the team really there. Uh, for what I can gather, I did basically. I just hoarded all the research I could inside a week, and he just looks <laughs> so exciting. Okay, If the rumours are true, he's a very exciting addition to the squad potentially.
3: And how, if, if he was to come, um, how would you envision our what would be our strongest eleven setup? Because I'm struggling to fit everybody in.
4: It's probably going to be. I think honestly, he'll carry on with um, Bernardo on the right, which is not good news for Maras and Sane because it means be Sterling on the left, and then he's probably going to. Presuming David Silva is used as a squad well player next season, it'll be De Bruyne and uh, Bruno Fernandez if he comes in, and then whoever's going to be number six, six, maybe. And like Gundogan, will be back to being the number eight, which is probably why Gundogan probably wants to leave. You know, as the backup guy and with Foden, I I've honestly can see one. I can see Gundogan potentially leaving, which is I'd be not very good. Sad. Yeah, same. I really uh, like him, but I think that they're preparing for someone leaving soon, and we have to once again. Uh, give these players who come in a year with the best players and a year with the senior players so if David Silva is to last another year or sooner I hope that doesn't happen but if it is to happen um, for me I wouldn't be surprised if David Silva even went if he goes goes to something like January because the Japanese season starts in February you know like oh, no, it could be like a mid-season don't thing don't After it. it could happen it's going to happen like uh, unfortunately probably not soon soon but it's he's it, getting there sadly and uh, I think he's obviously very aware of his family and all that kind of stuff and It's scary, but Bruno Fernandes, and I'm sure, uh, we don't tend to get many signings wrong these days. So if he's the guy for us, I'm sure he's going to not let us down.
3: So if we got him in the middle there, Adam, who do you think you'll be seeing at left back next season? Oh,
2: don't do that to
3: me. Um,
2: Alexander Zinchenko.
1: Yay! (laughs) I,
2: I believe he will be our first choice left back, which people will not agree with. But I think that's the way it's shaping up. Which is interesting. Now, have we got time to answer a question?
3: Yes, quickly we have.
2: Perfect. Um, this is a really good question from Anne Moll on YouTube. Should we worry that apart from company, who's not getting any younger, does City have any real leaders? Ooh. Is there any real
4: leaders left in football at the moment these days? Though? It's the game's I mean, yeah. changed, hasn't it? It's De Bruyne? Become a, it's become a, yeah, kind of. Johnny he has got kinda. that potential seniority. He's very fire, isn't he? Sterling? He's not fiery enough. To, he's not like a company, though, is like he? John, like,
3: John John Stones.
4: John
2: Stones. Laporte.
4: I think those are very much Edison. modern leaders, though. I wouldn't yeah. say the the company leader like the whole chest out yeah. kind of aggressive yeah. fiery. I think that's Gone
2: anyway. I it? think he's just
4: gone. I think the leaders. That's changed. a shame,
3: though. Why is it gone?
4: I guess he's more about the collective these days. I think people are just yeah, a bit yeah. softer as well in general. <laughs> yeah, like footballers true. these days are a lot more. Um, I don't know. Maybe I just you don't see many people coming through with that level of determination anymore. I don't know what it is. Maybe there's less focus on ferocity and intensity and training when they're younger. Maybe Maybe it's more about being one yeah, as a team. Just, and uh, I guess is that,
3: is that why v- when Vincent Company does play in these massive games, so he has such an impact because yes, does, he is yeah. still that classic I think leader
2: to It stands out more, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, you, 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 like, you see it more. I think we do have leaders, and there will definitely be leaders of that, that dressing room, but you just don't see it as much shit at the company.
3: Yeah. Oh, I'm feeling <laughs> slightly heartbroken no, now about don't, the, don't. the idea everything that everything you know
2: is going to go. Yes,
3: yes, exactly. I was I was watching clips of 2012 before, looking at how young Aguero looked in the face. Like I can't ever don't ever tell me that he's leaving never right when we come back now we're going to start looking um, because it's the last game of the season obviously the season is not over yet we are not counting our chickens in any way we still have a massive game at the weekend but we want to look back at defining moments of the season so do give us a text 87711 and and tell us your favourite goal your favourite match your unsung hero and choose a defining moment of the year perhaps that wasn't last night
0: (laughs) Manchester City Football Social subscribe to the podcast now and never miss a show Manchester City Football Social with Blue Moon Rising
2: Good evening and welcome back to the Manchester City Football Social with Blue Moon Rising. I'm Adam Keewith and I'm joined by Nat and Steve. We've basically just talked about how good Vincent Kompany is for for the last 45 minutes. (laughs) So we're going to do a little look back on what has been an extraordinary season. We know that this one game left to go in the league and we've got an FA Cup final just end quality. it here I reckon. I reckon Yeah let's just end, the, end yeah. the league there and just write it off um, <laughs> We're going to be looking at defining moments favourite goals your favourite match this season and an unsung hero instead of a player of the year If you want to get involved please do text us on 87711 or give us a tweet at MCR Footy Social or at BM Rising or drop us a comment on YouTube Let's start so many options there There yeah. are a few options
3: <laughs> No just excuse to, not to
2: contact yeah, us Get involved Um Let's start then with defining moment of the season. Caveat, you can't choose companies going from oh, last night. Sorry.
4: Okay. The big one for me initially, it's quite obvious, was um, the Liverpool game. And I'm going to use that as a whole because it wasn't just the individual... Uh, individual goals to me what defined that game um, was the belief it put it into the crowd in general because obviously at that point we could have been 10 points behind if we'd lost that I think yeah, if that was correct points. and obviously when we went one all, I think we all feared the worst and I felt the swell in the crowd again we got up and then Sarney obviously scored the winner but that wasn't a pretty game of football in, in any way shape or form and that's what usually punctuate cities displays like moments of beauty this wasn't that this was great determination this was battling this was uh, Bernardo Silva being the running man this was just Sheer determination that got us over the line, and honestly, to me, the season turned on that point because if we had drawn that game, obviously Liverpool uh, go off; they they're unbeaten. Potentially still, you know, um, they probably walked to the league. But for me, that was the defining moment. There's loads of great moments, but I reckon that one was so key for me.
3: We've had a text in, but it's got no name on it. So do, do put your name in so we can give you a nice shout out. And they've put, for, for me, the season defining moment has to be when we lost to Newcastle, as that was the moment we Good probably shout, all thought like our title that. hopes were over. Like but when that. Liverpool drew to Leicester the following day, it definitely brought the belief back that we can win the title and we haven't Is got points. Is that, point that
4: where the winning one started? Was yeah. Winning? Yeah. yeah, so it was 13 the games then.
2: Uh, Thanks, Newcastle. This, yeah. this is a good shout, and away from the away from the Premier League, this is Crim on YouTube who said Raheem's penalty in the League Cup final was a defining. Oh, moment. that was huge for him. It was. It was huge for him, and that was basically what started this immense run. Really, apart from. Uh, like you've just had the Newcastle game, so I've <laughs> yeah. just ruined that
3: one for myself. And then we've had another another text, Curtis from Manchester said, um, in my opinion, obviously the win over Liverpool is crucial, but I think the 6-0 game against Chelsea yeah. has oh, been that's... overlooked and massively he's... underappreciated. That gave us a huge morale oh, and confidence. Yeah, put the
2: fear in, didn't it, he, with everyone else there? He's ruined my favourite match for, for the... Oh, uh, Curtis! Uh, Curtis, come on, <laughs> don't steal that. Um, some other other defining moments this season, we had Stones off the line. Against Huge. Liverpool, and the flip side of that, Aguero's shot that went over the line against Burnley. penalty balls. miss. That was my, yeah, that's, that's probably my actual defining moment, and only because I love to moan <laughs> about something, and I've been struggling all show to find something to moan about.
3: And, um, <laughs> he was moaning that he had nothing to moan about. I was, because that's what See, will prune, have prune.
2: stopped us getting to 100 points this season.
4: We never know, obviously you never know how it's going to play so out. So did all like, the other games
2: that we didn't win, but never yeah, never but It's all
4: Mahrez's fault on that one. And no, I, I
2: also believe that was a defining moment for him, because he, from, he, he basically, through no fault of his own people, missed penalties, but it's just not a good thing for football to fans well, so, to, to, yeah. to take the ball oh, off a oh player a I mean, or hopefully, senior. it won't matter. I hopefully. quite like Mahrez, but we'll, we'll go, go there another day. Um, Favourite goal? Ooh, um the season this is tough do
4: you know what one I really enjoyed um, and once again I'm not saying it's the most important or the, it's definitely not the best because it's pretty naff in general uh, just seeing 18 uh, year old Phil Foden to the stop point yeah. he has the local lad score against Spurs in a title race starting out mm-hmm. of nowhere so early on just because no one expected that. If you'd asked people for 20, 30, 40 different goal scenarios before that game, no one would have said Phil Foden's going to start and score. You know, so that to me, I loved that because it just felt like one of our own stepped up and scored. I'm not saying it was the best goal. It really wasn't. You know, obviously companies kind of really sewed that up. But that to me was a big moment, which I loved. Um, no, nah, you're not allowed six, to say five? last night. Oh, OK. Um and yesterday,
3: I'm not, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, mine is actually the same as somebody that's texting. But again, they didn't put their name on it. Either give us your name. Uh, favorite goal: Sane versus Liverpool. Nice and simple. Biggest goal? Was yes, on,
2: that was one of the big ones. Um, I'm struggling with this one because I'm really forgetful when it comes to goals. <laughs> like Aguero's
4: long range against Chelsea. We've seen a hundred at home this
2: season.
3: I <laughs> could not believe that last a night when that's we a lot of that goals, was hundred. We, we
2: scored. Didn't we score 10 do you remember in that when year on we, the, we, the yeah, do you
4: year? I used yeah. to remember every single goal in a
2: season. Yeah. Now it's yeah. like... I worked it out and much it, much. it
3: cost me like 30-something pound a goal one year. Yeah, <laughs> like.
2: exactly. This this year, you're getting them for pennies. But uh, I don't really have a goal, a favourite goal this season, mainly because I should have done more research and I've forgotten all of the goals.
3: Oh my God, you're so spoiled. You've had so many goals <laughs> that you've forgotten them. Get that
2: tiny violin out. Um, <laughs> let's move on because I can't think of one. Favourite match? Um...
4: I've got some horribly controversial opinions. Okay. Um, Oh, you're going to steal mine. I no, already know it. It's a negative one. Yes, it's Spurs. It's the Spurs Champions it was League just, game. For, I've never seen anything like it. It's it, the best
2: game of football I've ever uh, seen.
4: Yes, hands down the best atmosphere I felt yeah. at the Etihad. Um, the best game of football I've probably ever seen. Uh, people forget we won that game. <laughs> like it doesn't feel that way, oh, but it's... we did. We were probably like in another de- in another kind of area. We would have won that five three because no one would have noticed no, it. No, exactly. But like the thing is, I'm not saying that's right or not. But that was just. That was the kind of thing you watch football for. And if anything, I honestly believe we had this kind of like angry defiance since that moment that's probably pushed us on to win these games. I I genuinely believe... Without conceding. Yeah, that was one of the defining moments of the season as well. Uh, Other than that, though, obviously, um, Liverpool game once again, fantastic. Chelsea for the goals, you know. Liverpool
2: for the atmosphere. Chelsea for the the
4: fun. 7-0, you know, like...
2: Rotherham, 9 9 9-0. 9-0. Sorry, 9-0.
4: That was uh, fun.
2: Yeah, I um,
3: am... I I don't think I can. I want to say last night just because I just loved it so so much. But I'm not gonna. So I'm gonna get somebody else in to give us their opinion on the phone. We've got Trav. Trav, I'm throwing you in the deep end. What was your de- uh, defining favourite match of the season?
7: Well, you can put me in as deep as you want because I'm gonna get to the top. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> That's the confidence you like. Yeah. I love it. Right, yeah. choose choose one. Right. No, what you got here, right, and you you go to games like I go every game, right, and there's a lad there who gets a lot of stick, right, it's his first season, (sighs) Riyad Mahrez, right, but Bournemouth away when they park the bus, I think it's the first time no one's ever had a shot, never mind shot on target, you know what I mean, right? So he gets the winner there. When we went to Wembley, right, when he got messed about with the NFL and all that, we won 1-0, Riyad Mahrez, right? The winning goal at Watford away, Riyad Mahrez, right? There's six points that we wouldn't have had. So for everyone that likes to like have a bad mouth about him, just leave the kid alone. It's his first season and he's city, yeah?
3: Yes, Trav, yeah. I like that. Definitely, yeah. Let's let's. yeah. Riyad Mahrez has had some important moments this season. Definitely agree. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you so yeah. much, Trav. How are you feeling about Sunday?
7: I'm, I'm down there. I'm so confident. I've been confident... Come out of Newcastle's ground and there's people in the ground slumped and I said we'll still win it, we'll still win it. Gets back, got back to, back to where I was going and uh, someone said that's it, there's no chance. I went, went they went, won't, Linfield won't lose three. I said it's not, it draws kill ya. It's not the defeat, it's draws yeah. kill ya and prophecy reserves. You know what I mean?
3: All right, travel. Well, if you could just pass over the lottery numbers for us all, that'd be <laughs> lovely. Or, or you know, first scorer, six, score for. Six. <laughs> 13, so no, I thought you were right, meaning no. it's going to be 6-0 on Sunday, I was like, wow!
7: No, no, it's going to be 7, be yeah.
3: 8. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, cheers Na- Trav. Na-
7: Na- Natalie, Natalie, I was the man outside city when you interviewed me, we had our fall and I said 8-0. You went, what score? And I went, I was with my lad, I went, 8-0, and you just, you, and that was about four years ago. Was
3: that going to give you a, poli- a polite Let's smile? Score. Yeah. <laughs> Trav, thank you so, so much for calling in, what a brilliant call, love Trav, I love that. I love a bit of sticking up for a player.
4: Yeah, I love that confidence. It's that, so uncity. I love it.
2: <laughs> yeah, that, that's weirded me out a little yeah. bit. Um, final one: unsung hero. So not player of the year, or it might be all player of the year, but the unsung hero:
4: Edison. Yes, Edison Morais, I think what he transmit to this team in terms of confidence is just you can't put a price on. You can't guess thirty something million. (laughs) In general, like he's just he's so so valuable to the composure of our team because he is this just incredibly relaxed sedative at the back that just calms everyone down. I love him. I think well, it goes uh, underappreciated how good he is that at reading the game as well. Like even last night, the amount of times he rushed out and won the ball, you know, at defenders' feet, they're the saves that Edison makes because we don't have to make. Largely doesn't have to make many saves because of how good we are defensively. Edison saves a me, or in terms of how he reads the game and mm. how he. Wins I'm not out. having.
3: I'm not having that he's unsung. He's prem, he Ooh. was the goalkeeper for the in the Premier League team of the year. I think he's pretty sung. He, <laughs> and he could win <laughs> Golden Glove.
4: Well, I guess he's just surrounded by Aguero yeah, yeah, and yeah, Sterling yeah. and Bernardo. and are the Finan- 3 you're not okay. to choose, okay. and Laporte and like. I no. don't
3: know. There's so many. Who no, are you having? <laughs> I'm Avin Sinchenko Oh, what a guy. I Fantastic. I just absolutely love the guy. You know, what what is his position like? What is his natural position? Because he's it's now it's a left back, back, isn't it? Left yeah, back now. But I, now he's a left back. Yeah. I guess. Now he's a left back. He's, it's just insane. He's slotted into that position when we needed him, and he's made it his own. And now you've got you know Benjamin Mendy, who when we bought him was one of the best left backs in the world. Obviously, he's had his injury problems, and you've got Sinyenko claiming his place now.
4: He's like a story of positivity, isn't he? Essentially, yeah. that anyone can be, like, they can do what you want, essentially, if you've got the right attitude. And that's why he's um, probably going to stay next season and be there, because we forget, well, we don't forget, it's just not mentioned much that. I guess because we moved on that he was nearly sold in the summer to Wolves and yeah, he said, he no, I'm going to stay here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to play and he's just such a nice lad and he really lives life to the full and such a good little player. Like, I don't think he's anywhere near the final product yet but the fact that he's even in contention, the fact that he's even here involved in this squad, the fact that he's probably, hopefully, about to win maybe another you know Premier League winner's medal is just... He's honestly a shining yeah. example. A guy who was meant to come in, uh, be part of the team, and be sold on for profit for the CFG. Group. No, no. And now he's part of the team. He's forced his way in there. And Love like, it. Inspirational, isn't it? And he? he's going
2: nowhere. I've cheated, and I'm going for Imerick Laporte. So that is definitely cheating, isn't it? Cause that isn't is cheating at all. But in a season where Van Dijk's one player of the year, and probably rightly so, Laporte is the only other defender in the league that's on that level for me. We've oh. had a
3: text in from Patrick who said his unsung hero is Gundawan.
2: Good shout, very Great nice. Shout. Yeah. Be- before we go now, I know that we've I've tried to avoid talking about it. What? Uh, how are we feeling about Sunday? Um, <laughs> <I> <laughs> Did you less less hear the massive breath Sunday? that I took in there?
4: In general, I think we're all. I think we've been honest. We're less nervous about Sunday than we are yeah, the other games. Yeah. I don't I feel know why. Calm. I feel calm at the moment. Um I, it's one more. I'm That's just it, so excited then. for one more. Because the worst more. feeling to me is, I'm not sure if you guys agree, is the feeling of what could happen after if it happens. And knowing no. that it's only it's going to be over on Sunday either way, it's just so nice. I can't wait like, for it I to be over. Yeah, likewise. I
3: can wait. Um, if you're not at Brighton, the next best place to be is City Square. There is going to be 10,000 City fans watching a live stream. We'll also be doing a full City Square show um, that, that me and the gang present. And bad news, um, Adam's just found out. Yeah, sold out. Sold out. Sold, oh, sold out in Like
2: three hours. We'll we'll be on uh, XS on Sunday night after the game whatever happens oh or gosh if, if we don't win you will not see or hear me
3: Adam is going to be drunk on excess on <laughs> Sunday night stop it my mum's going to shout at me <laughs> right, if you are watching on YouTube thank you so much but do stay with us we are going to carry on also for the podcast we're going to do a little bit of an extra our 30 second question we've had a couple come through on the on the text as well I want to say a big thank you this is our last Manchester City football social of the season guys have yeah. you enjoyed it? have you had a good a, a good time this year
4: it's been wonderful I won a second season <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, we demand a second season. season. Thank you very
3: much to everybody that has listened, that has phoned in, that has texted, and especially to those people that have subscribed and listened to us every single week. We very much appreciate your time. We know there's a lot of podcasts out there and we appreciate that you've chosen ours. So thank you. Hopefully we'll be back with you next season. Thank you very much for all the uh, contributions for tonight. Blues, come on on Sunday. Come on.
2: One.
0: Manchester City Football Social. Subscribe to the podcast now and never miss a show. Thanks for listening to
4: the Manchester Football Social. Hope you enjoyed the show. This is the bit where we talk through all your kind of questions for the 30 second challenge as well. Don't forget, by the way, if you are new to the Manchester City Football Social, even though it is the last one, still click subscribe because you never know when it's going to pop back up again. <laughs> uh, but we've got loads of your questions that have come in via the YouTube comments over are on Green Horizon. We're back. Uh, we, we are back alive. on YouTube. We're back live again. i to put my headphones on. Uh, so I can't... put your faces on and everyone. Looks, look great Ooh. for the cameras again. Pretend um, we like got... each other
3: quickly?
2: <laughs> yeah, I've got if you're going. I've got some questions we stopped. Arguing now that we're back we're back <laughs> life, right? Uh, where should we start? Let me have a look. Let me have a look. Are we doing send... th-
3: so? We're doing 30 seconds, yeah. 30 right, seconds. I get the timer ready. Hold on,
2: so okay. I'll ask it and then you two just and then
3: I'll hit the timer. I
2: didn't yeah. draw a point at someone's gonna answer. I'll it. point at yeah, so yeah. I'll, I'll give the name. Let's go for an easy start. Are you ready? Will Phil Foden become city's next cult hero, Stephen?
4: Um, yes, because everything is set up for him to be City's next cult hero. In general, he's going to be here for like ten to fifteen years. He's going to be probably um, one of our all-time leading appearances. He'll score absolutely loads of goals because he's a twenty-plus goal season kind of player. When he gets uh, when he gets his seniority there, fantastic! Supports the a club, a local lad, incredibly gifted player. He'll be basically the poster boy for Manchester City for many, many, many years.
3: I nice. hope so. I really, really, really
4: hope so. It's too good not to be You ready. try to drag the time out there, now. There you go.
3: <laughs> Bing. Yeah, I wasn't sure which button to press to stop it, so I just <laughs> thought, I'll just see if it does it itself. <laughs> uh, this
4: is, actually, I'm going for this one. It's very difficult. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, no. Uh, okay. It's for Adam as well. Dusty Scabbard, which is an incredible name, uh, said, who can replace Pep Guardiola when he eventually leaves?
2: Mikel Arteta. Stop the watch. No, um... I I'm bits bit
3: company by his <laughs> side.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, <laughs> I hope it's Arteta. I really hope that he can be the one who plays the same way as Pep did, a bit like when Pep left Barca. Yeah. The, the managers that then came after were, were all part of the setup in some way. I thought that uh, Dom Tarrant, who went to New York City, yes, I thought he would be in line, but I think it will be Mikel Arteta, although there have been a few comments in the YouTube section talking about Ajax's next manager. Ajax's manager being our next manager.
4: What about Javi Hernandez? He's just retired from football. Who knows what That would do. be weird. Wouldn't it just? He's a, like a savant level genius, apparently. Yeah, that,
2: that would be really weird. Okay. Well, there, there's Nat, been, there's okay. been a few of these. So, Nat, this one's yep. for you. Uh, this has been asked a few times. Starting 11 for the Brighton game. Go.
3: Ooh! Um, Vin- Edison, Vincent Company, because um, Laporte, Zinchenko, Walker... Um, do we know if Fernandinho and KDB are fit? I
2: don't think they'll be De Bruyne be is not.
3: De Bruyne is not fit. Fernandinho? Uh, say no. Gundogan, both the Silvers, Aguero, um, Raheem and... Leroy. How many have I got there? You need well, well,
4: well, a <laughs> winger or a uh, winger. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Do you know what Sane? Yes.
2: Yes. Give Fine. me Sane.
3: Pretty much a similar team that was played at the weekend. It's nothing exciting. Podium, really. yeah, yeah. Pretty much nothing exciting v- was said there. Sorry. Vivaree
2: on. Uh, I think that's how I say your name. Sorry. Um. Has said the Ajax manager is called Ten Hag. Ten Hag did not know that. Which says it- how bad's that? I didn't know what the Ix manager was called, and they're, they're on the way to a Champions League final. It
4: but, shows how fickle we all are, really. Aren't we yeah, we, all, we, we really love Ix, but we don't know anything about them. <laughs> no, no,
2: yeah, they play really good football. Can you name the starting eleven? No, no, don't.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, I know managers. that Edwin van der Sar though is the CEO. That's that is very true.
2: Um,
4: and Overmars is the football director. This as is well? a great
2: question, and I wouldn't even put the timer on for this because this is too good a question. The UK gaming studios on YouTube. This is a sensational question.
4: Um, you've bigged it up here, big time.
2: If you could change the natural position of one player at City, which player oh, would wow. it be, and what position would you move them to?
4: You could change the <laughs> I know my answer already. I'm
2: going to make it. I'm going to make it even harder. You can't say Edison.
4: Oh, I've got to say left back. we would want
2: Edison to left back. Oh, that's interesting. It's really what, so good. so what
4: does that presume that they have the ability to actually like
2: we're giving them the ability to be to,
4: somewhere else?
2: To play it's weird in because then they're a different
4: person, aren't they, really? So um I
3: don't know, I'm confused. So, um so, I would say
4: uh, Bernardo trained as a false nine. Oh Bernardo'd be fantastic potentially as like um you'd have to obviously be a little bit different in terms of the way you approach the game. You'd have to spend a year kind of playing there, but
3: Oh, I've got one. Gone. On. I was going to say Benjamin Mendy is another like attacking winger, as a, like as
2: a footballer. As, a, as a, <laughs> someone with legs. <laughs> Sorry, I don't. Yeah. I don't have anything against Mendy, but I just want to see him play football. That would uh...
3: Benjamin Mendy not defending, which he doesn't often do. Here's not...
4: one. Uh, I think this could actually happen. Kevin De Bruyne might end up being a number six. six. Oh yeah. yeah. yes, yes. I think he'll end up being there. I think. Uh, Imagine a future where Bruno Fernandes does come in and we see maybe Bernardo Silva and those two in midfield. De Bruyne just, he's, he's tenacious. He's got the physicality. He's a, a bit of a leader. And he's obviously got the passing range. I would not be surprised if he I, plays I that.
3: I read an article today about what City's um, 11 could look like with Fernandes in the team. And De Bruyne, one of the six. people had De Bruyne sat there. Yeah.
2: I think he will be. I think that one is not beyond the realms. I would play uh, John Stones as six because That's the I, yeah. I just love watching John Stones in the middle of the park. Black boots, long like sleeves, the, snow gloves. Yeah, I love
4: watching him. I think he needs the he's got the pace and the 360. I vision. just love
2: the way he the way he plays a pass. I love to watch just because he always <laughs> opens his body out even when he's not playing the ball to the right it doesn't matter what pass he's playing. He, he just has a really nice stance. So for visual purposes, I want to see John Stones at i I'm six. sensing
4: a slight crush on John Stones. Here. Oh, yeah. understandable. Like, he's a very beautiful guy.
2: Oof. Sly. He'll no, um, never be
3: Sergio Aguero.
2: That's, well... Yeah, that's true. This is from MVW on YouTube. Is Alderweireld the obvious choice to replace Otamendi? <sighs>
4: Hasn't he got a release fee or something like that?
2: Because he's cheap, one of the best around, and wouldn't block Garcia's development like signing why, another young centre back.
3: Why does he need a replacement? Haven't like haven't we got enough there? I don't think. I, don't, I just feel like centre back isn't a position that we need to focus on. We need I,
2: four, I guess, don't we? Like, I'm, um...
3: I'm not convinced either, that But I
2: think we will go and get one. Yeah. I, I think it's we'd only. I would personally, this is why I'm not in, in charge of the transfers, luckily for all city sort of fans out there. <laughs> if we keep hold of company and Otamendi does go, and then Garcia becomes fourth choice, I don't know if he's quite, I don't quite he's ready. ready.
4: Yeah. No, I think he's too young.
2: But at fourth choice, albeit that Pep does rotate his centre-backs quite a lot.
4: Kids should always be like fifth choice, I think, yeah. until they're ready.
2: Alderweireld is a great, a great shout though.
4: He's a decent sort of thing, and he's very—he's yeah. played more than people Shorts, expected um, to this
2: year. Very what solid.
3: What about, what about Sandler? Where where is Felipe Sandler in the pecking order of? I think he's
4: going to go on loan next season, isn't he? I just yeah. think he's—I think they basically bought him in to be that guy who went on loan, but he got injured.
2: I, I always City see him knocking about at City Square. Actually, he I mean, big fan of, of City Square. Square. Who isn't? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Ten thousand
3: people on Sunday. Woo.
2: Yeah, I know. I'm really looking forward to that now. Um, Aldevira will be good. I don't know if he's the obvious choice though. Who would be your choice?
4: Um, obviously, Dilitt. Yeah, throw a billion pounds at Dilitt, yeah. or oh, Kalabali's really good. He's good, uh, Napoli dude. Um, I think we'll end up going for so like Harry Maguire, though. Genuinely, I've got a feeling really? we'll go for that. Yeah, oh, that's the rumor flying about at the moment.
2: I'm, I'm still upset. sure he, he was good last he night. He was actually. good.
4: He was actually good, and he's very comfortable on the ball, yes. which I will give him. I don't think he's clumsy. He does look clumsy, but
2: Ben Chilwell, yes or no? By the way. Ah, yes, next definitely. season.
3: I player. was, I was yes, and now I'm no.
2: I was really impressed last season. I was night. no, then no, yes.
3: It's not that. It's more like Zinchenko's just done so well. I just think and need, Mendy needs a he needs a season. I, just, I well, genuinely
2: don't think Mendy will be here.
3: Really?
4: Yeah. Uh, I think I think he'll be here. I don't I'm think we'll sure. to get rid of him. Um, to be fair,
2: you can't sell him. No one's buying him. Yeah, nobody would buy Benjamin Mendy right now. He, you'd be stupid he, to, because he's not proven himself to be able to be fit. So
3: I think Pep's just gonna get his arm around him, get his head sorted over the summer, come back, so. have a fully fit season and be the player so. that we want him to.
2: I hope so. But that, yeah, that that's is, it, lads. That's that for your bonus content. Thank yeah. you to all of Thank you who have uh, I forget with we're on YouTube tonight. and
3: I'm like scratching. Yeah, we
2: are live we are live. It's because <laughs> we, we usually be doing the podcast extras just without a camera, but no, it's uh, it's been a lovely show, lovely season. I'm feeling a little bit sad now. I said I wanted the season to be over. I don't th- I don't think I mean it. Yeah, I know I'm the comfort master. of the
3: studio. I'm not in on Friday I'm either I'm going you you're in on Friday this is my last one Yeah. this is I'm, my last one
4: I'm just going to camp under the desk and see what happens
3: yeah on Friday I'm hosting <laughs> a, a tribute dinner to the 99 team oh very oh, nice soz everyone where's that um, at the stadium um, I think it's for like specially invited guests oh. it's like oh, competition come. it's come like on. competition winners <laughs> and stuff yeah, And I mean, wh- where's the competition um, yeah. Good. It's probably a citizens' competition, you know. Um, I don't know if it's still running oh, or anything. One of those ones where
4: you have to put a certain points in to win it or whatever. Where probably you donate, yeah. like yeah, yeah.
3: But it's going to be mega because most of them are going to be there, and I'm I'm, I'm going to try and look out my original '99 shirt. Andy Morrison. I
2: Love Andy Morrison. <laughs> I know that'll be a very good night. It there will, we go. Thanks, will. thanks to everyone for downloading the podcast. As Stephen said before, um, do subscribe. Please. Thank
3: you. Thank you, everybody. And, uh, thank so you very much for watching, sticking with for us listening. This season,
2: yeah. And let's hope <laughs> we get that one more win.
3: Excuse me. And then good, an t- FA Cup. A good Cup. time to finish now because I'm about to have a coughing fit.
2: Oh, good. <laughs> and then an FA Cup so we can have a really big parade.
3: Please. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Join us today during the Jeep celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe.